0: Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. This is a surprise live stream. We normally do it every Saturday at 8 a.m. However, this week, uh, there was a chance that uh, we would have to skip it. Uh, Because one of my weekly experts uh, needed to juggle things around in her personal calendar. So we selected this time to record. Unfortunately, it no longer works for her. So when in doubt, we come back and we do a live stream. Again, um, something we like to do every week. Again, your questions, my answers. Happy to take any and all questions. Uh, Do have Sunny here squirming around it in my lap. Uh, so you may see me uh, picking her up, or or p- picking him up, or putting him down. Uh, so that's uh, that's what's going on there. Uh, so usually I come to this a little more prepared. Uh, this was a last minute addition, uh, as I just heard from Anna that she could not make today. So I don't really have anything set for questions. So uh, I will leave it open to you. I am looking up my channel now to see if there's any questions that I may have missed that we can just talk about here. Let's see. Again, as I talked about in the daily financial news, I think someone to definitely watch is Barry Habib. Uh, He has been around for quite a while, been in the mortgage industry and uh, he is, he's a wealth of information. I thought his conversation kind of bull bear debate with, um, about real estate in 2022 was very interesting. Uh, Good morning, Nathan. How are you? Let's see. So there's a lot of, uh, when I talk about the 70s, uh, a common response I am seeing is uh, we can't do anything. I'll just read one of them. Again, let me remind you, the country didn't have a debt ratio to GDP of 130%. The income inflation was high, as high as the home price. You are blind. Um, thank you for the comment. I guess uh, again, what I'm talking about, people, when I talk about the '70s, and again, I I don't know what else to equate it to. Um, we don't have to be as drastic as the '70s, right? We don't have to go to 16 or 18 percent. That is not something um, that would break the entire economy. It's just not going to happen. So don't look at the nominal levels, and and certainly don't. Uh, why do you got to? Why do you got to be mean? Why do you got to call me blind? I mean, we're trying to help here. I mean, people are whatever. But you can think about it on a percentage basis. In the seventies, we went from eight to sixteen percent, which is a double. So um and maybe we go from three to six that's a double i think uh we have historically had uh, you know we've had rates that high for a long time in fact for many for a long time that was thought to be the low right that's like the bottom maybe they get to five and a half you know when you talk about economy and statistics people are far too literal Again, that's why I try to talk in percentages. I try to paint the picture, um, but some people take the hard work and they—they're just mean. Why do—why do people have to be mean? So, anyways, so that was interesting. So again, I'm not calling for rates to get to 16, 17, or 18 percent, a la Paul Volcker, but they could—they could get above five percent. And again, what what happens? Does that, if rates get above 5% or heaven forbid, touch six, does that necessarily mean housing will crash? No, at least not in values. It certainly, without question, will crash transactions. People will be frozen in their homes. One sec. All right, you two. I thought they were going to go to sleep, but they're playing I picked up sunny again. So again, um, where was I? Um, no, cr- transactions will crash. People will stay in their home. They won't move. Can you imagine? Just imagine. Just paint a picture. You're a homeowner. You bought in the last couple of years. You have a 3% or 2.9 or 2.8 or whatever it is. It's time for you to move or upgrade. You want to go from your 300K house to a 500K house. It's bigger, it's newer, it's nicer. It's in a better part of town. You have the equity, right? Because your house is appreciated too. But then you go do the math. You're like, let's see. If we go from 2.8 to 6%, it's a chance their mortgage payment doubles. Not many people are going to sign up for that. So pretty crazy. One second. Now I got happy. Happy was being a bad girl. So I picked up happy. So again, um, we're not talking about rates getting back to 16%. That's crazy. That won't happen. That would. They, they get above eight. they the, the Things blow up. But it can get to six. It can get to five. So that's what I'm talking about. We're talking about doubling, right? Doubling being that breaking point. So uh, again, uh, and I forget who sent me that data. One of the viewers sent me that. So thank you. That was really a missing piece. I could not find '70s data, so thank you for getting that to me. That was greatly appreciated. Um, all right, so let's say hi to folks. Nathan, again, good morning. John, good morning. Oh, you're very welcome, John. I I, I enjoy it. I look forward to every day. Basilio, good morning. Uh, yep. Nathan, thank you. Uh, John, yeah. Don't listen to the hater basement dwellers. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, happy is cute. Yes, happy is a good gore, Good girl. Yeah, she's gotten a lot lighter. She was, uh, they called her tri-color. Now she's kind of, kind of one color. Tamika, good morning. How are you? Have I found my deal of the decade yet? Oh, I look every day. Not yet. Um, I have a sneaky suspicion, Nathan. It will come between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I have probably done six to eight deals of the decade over the last 20 years. I mean, just like sweetheart home run grand slam deals. So let's say it's eight. I would say five or six of them came between Thanksgiving and Christmas with most of those coming like after December 1st. Because you got to remember, one of the things I have at my disposal is um, I have the ability to do cash or very quick closing with hard or private money. So the closer we get to December thirty first, I very quickly become one of the only options. Uh, the last deal of the deck, a decade I did was uh, fifteen units, four, four, three, and four houses. That was sweet. I think that deals, that deal has made us eight eight hundred. Fifty grand, probably nine hundred, maybe. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. I like that one. But yeah, no, I'm looking. It's uh, I'm looking. That's for sure. No code dawn. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Christmas has not come early yet. I'm looking though. I'm having, and more importantly, here's the deal. Um, I keep talking about networking, right? I am letting everybody in my network know that I am looking for the deal of the decade. I'm telling them what it looks like, what it feels like. I want, I'm spending $1,000, 900, call it 1,000, mailing people. That is something I haven't done before. I have a team at The Hub in Fresno. Uh, They're very creative. Adam, I actually had him on this channel a couple of times. We're doing mailers. In fact, I did an interview with Adam three weeks ago. And I even showed you the letter that I'm sending. So yeah, we're, we're, we're trying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, better home rental. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I try to ignore it, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very telling. So I do have one question since I got a bunch of you here only set. Oh, only 17, but that's okay. Thank you for being here. All 17 of you. How many of you have ordered this book and not gotten it yet? I'm just curious. I know Amazon is really backed up with this book. Hardcover and then the paperbacks actually color. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. And again, for those of you that are getting autographed books, uh, I have a couple more sets going out. Again, if you want autographed books, which is kind of cool, I appreciate it you asking for my autographs kind of awesome. Um, I bought a hundred books retail on Amazon. I am trying to goose the numbers. I freely admit, but now I have a hundred of these and a hundred of my original and, uh, I'm going to sell them for the price I paid 50 bucks, uh, which is 35 for the hard copy and 15 for the paperback. Uh, and then I'll, I cover shipping. So if you want those, we'll work it out. PayPal is usually how I take it. So, uh, Still waiting for the autograph. Nathan, it's in the mail. I think you sent me PayPal a couple days ago or a week ago. It's in the mail. Um, If not, we can work it out. Uh, Let's see. Nathan has a question. Thank you. Again, this is question and answer time, folks. So, Nathan, thank you for the question. How do you explain the root cause of the ships in L.A. and Long Beach backup at ports, and how would you solve it? Um, Solving it, I think, is easier. basically again my simple understanding of what's going on let me put happy down see if she sleeps is um we just we need more cranes operating and we need more trucks uh, how I would solve it is i would uh, I would enlist the uh national guard I think I talked about that the other day they have a lot of trucks They have a lot of skilled truck drivers. Uh, I suspect they have some people that can operate a crane, but I'm not sure. I would assume so. Uh, But that's what I would do is I would bring in, basically, we have a lot of demand and we didn't increase. In fact, we probably shrank the supply of workers. Um, So that's how I would fix it in the short term. I forget who asked me that. Oh, Nathan. Uh, But long term, long term, we need to raise wages. Folks, this wage inflation I'm telling you about is going to be around forever, or not forever, sorry. It's gonna be around for a lot longer than people think. We need to pay truck drivers more. We need to pay crane operators more. Right now, there seems to be a lot of older folks retiring from that skilled profession, and we're not bringing in the next generation. That is a problem. How do you fix it? You freaking pay more. There is no other way. You pay more. And that means everything's going to inflate for years to come. Now, what caused it? Uh, I don't know. The root cause is, is, uh, I think they probably lost a lot of capacity at the ports and it just, they just couldn't get ahead of it. I, I, I don't know really the root cause. I don't know what broke, but, uh, you fix it, you have to fix it by, by putting a lot more supply of trucks in crane operators. You have to get that the engine can't keep up, clearly. We went from 19 to 30 to 40 to 50. Now over hundred ships. Clearly, what is happening now is not working. Working an extra ship shift is not working. You need to double, triple the amount of trucks in crane operators. That's what needs to happen, in my opinion. Happy to, you know, if you have other ideas, send them over. But yeah, I think I think you fix the short-term problem and then longer term, you got to pay more. No con don. The three amigos are the only people I have seen with a positive attitude about real estate. Well, that's nice. Well, the other thing hopefully you see is all of us are doing deals. We all learn our market. We're all buying. Um, I mean, shoot, the lumberjack is getting eight of these cards today. He just closed on a 12-unit building. Good for him. His I think it's his largest to date right? Yeah, the thing that I like about this channel is, um, first off, it's not just me. Uh, I would get really bored if I was just me talking. I get to talk with eight or 9 multimillionaires every week. And more importantly, we talk about three topics that hopefully you care about. So um, yeah, I think this channel is very different than any other YouTube channel out there. We're doing the work. We're doing deals. Uh, We're not here for clickbait titles. Um, we're not going to try to scare you and tell you to put your head in the ground. We're going to, if you want to change your life, there's the cheat code to wealth, uh, recycling capital, do the work. You can do it. We believe in you. All three of us believe in you. In fact, all my experts believe in you. Um, you got to do the work. It's got to be your choice. You know, the course out there, how to get started one rental at a time is 300 bucks cheap as heck all the bonus material it's right there for you but we're not going to do the work for you that's for sure yeah so thank you for recognizing um recognizing dion and and matt tamika i received my cards thank you you're welcome awesome are the trucks and cranes missing or the operators uh, so I think they've had to reduce... Again, this is just what I've read. Uh, it's really both, Nathan. Uh, apparently, they used to use three cranes at a time, kind of like a choreographed dance to unload ships. But now, because there are so many containers, they've had to remove cranes, and now you have one crane trying to undo a ship, and that's it's a problem. So I think it's cranes and operators. Uh, that's why you've got to flood it with skilled resources. And, and the only people that I can think of that have trained skilled resources right now are is the military or um, National Guard. I don't know how else you fix it. You need more trucks, more operators, more this, more that. Those are very skilled professions where lives are on the line, right? Moving a crane like that, carrying lots of weight, that could kill people if it's not done right. Um, so yeah, I think it's, um, I think eventually it's going to happen. And yes, I saw the comment yesterday where somebody called me an idiot and a moron for that idea. Well, what is your idea? Chuckster. Uh, John Doe, can you refinance a HELOC every year or so to reset and get the low introductory rate? Uh, I don't know. You would have to talk to your bank. I suspect your bank will not like that, uh, but that will be a bank question. Mike, I think. Mike, there is hyperinflation in real estate market. What happened with Zillow suffering heavy losses due to overpaying? These properties, they are setting up Evergrande type. Uh, well, a couple things. Uh, Zillow, as I talked about in the Daily Financial News, reports Tuesday. I think I even made a joke about getting my popcorn ready because I think that earnings announcement is going to be entertaining. I think they lost lots of money, but this is not Evergrande. Come on. Evergrande owes $305 billion on debt. Zillow owns the houses. They don't owe anybody. They're going to sell them at a loss, but selling at a loss is not debt to someone else. So this is not Evergrande at all. And again, we're talking maybe 4,000 homes, 4,000. Zillow could write them all off at zero and just be fine. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but this is not great not even close. 4,000, 5,000, 6,000. I don't even know what that is. What what is. Let's say it's 5,000. Let's, let's do the math. When in doubt, do the math. Let's say it's 5,000 homes. Let's say they lose 40 grand a house. Let's just—you got to pick a number, right? So let's pick a number. Oh shoot, that's two hundred million bucks. That'll 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 hurt. Yeah, dude. Four. Wow, that's I got to do that math again. Is that right? Five thousand homes times forty thousand bucks. Oh, hundred million dollars. Ouch. Yeah, that's what I mean by Zillow Tuesday earnings. I think it's after hours. Get your popcorn ready. It's going to be ugly, and I think it's going to be kitchen sink ugly. That's an accounting term I learned when I was an accountant. When uh, your sales reps have a bad quarter, what you do is you take all the junk off your balance sheet and you recognize it. So it's you have one ugly quarter and not three or four. Uh, so we shall see. Uh, no, I don't think Zillow will default, Mike. I think they own them. I think they paid cash. So there is no there is no loan. Real estate is a mess right now. Okay. I don't... I'm not sure what a mess means. It's certainly competitive. It's hard. It's uh I'm not sure what it, I don't I don't see it as a mess, but maybe our definition is different. But thank you for uh thank you for questions, Mike. I appreciate the engagement. No condu. Yeah, that's what I meant. Let's see what what did he say? Oh yeah, you're welcome. Yep, I agree. Yep, doing the deals, walking the walk. Yeah, that's a big deal. Evergrande contagion is coming to the U.S. So you think Evergrande is the reason Zillow is that what you're saying, Mike? Let me know. Ever, are you saying, Mike Higgins? Uh, are you saying that um, Evergrande is the reason Zillow is uh, having a problem selling homes? I'm just curious. Tamika, we need to also. Oh, where did we go? Uh, where are we? Sorry where are we here we go we need to also attract younger workers to trades absolutely truck drivers crane operators our sectors in transportation yeah there's um this wage inflation trades carpent carpenters ac repairmen there are some careers out there where you can make six figures no college degree absolutely Concrete Charlie, which market is a mess right now? Kind of what I was thinking too, Mike. Which market? All of them: real estate, stocks, consumer products. Federal Reserve has set up the use up user for disaster. Oh, those are some scary words. Interest rates near zero. You can buy a rundown shack for eight hundred grand at three percent. Okay. All right. Yeah, there's there's no question that the Fed has given you a incredible opportunity to lock in ridiculously cheap thirty year money. Absolutely, uh, inflation is here. Uh, the Fed is certainly creating. Um, there's so much cash in the system. So much of it's been created in the last couple of days, or couple of days, couple of years. Yeah, there's um. There will be a price to pay, Mike. You are absolutely right. There's no question that there are um anytime you have rates near zero. I think Jonathan and I talked about this on Thursday, my expert on Thursday. When you have rates at zero, companies in investors, you don't have to work too hard to beat it. If you can borrow at 2% and you can earn six, go for it. But if interest rates are five, you're not gonna. You're not going to do a 6% deal. That's why cap rates... That's why I'm so nervous about apartments and commercial. Because they do have interest rate risk. Interest rates rise. Inflation flattens. This is years from now. Your whole NOI calculations blow up. Yeah. So there's... there, Mike, you are right that there are... Um, the Fed has created... Lots of unintended consequences. I agree, Mike. There are some red flags. There are red flags. There are red flags all the time. Yes, the the Fed is the Fed's got to get out of the market. Mike, Corey, if that's what we're talking about, you you were you could not be more right. The Fed's got to get out of the market. They got to normalize rates. Uh, When the Fed is out there buying bonds and ETFs, they don't have to make a profit. It's not good. How about lessening the demand coming in from foreign countries? We will pay more regardless, maybe making things here using automation. Yeah, Nathan, I think, um, again, wage inflation is going to cause at a point where we can bring more manufacturing home. Uh, it's th- That is part of the process. But again, the jobs that we do here um, – It's not going to be the same kind of manual labor, uh, right? There are robots out there doing burgers and coffee drinks and stuff like that. It's, um, yeah, it's happening. So, Mike, I'm curious, what would you do with your money? Do you just bury it in the sand? You go buy silver or gold? What are you doing with your money, Mike? Um, Just curious. Mike, I wouldn't buy a house right now, okay? Okay. I would wait for Federal Reserve to come in, come offer their high horse and raise interest rates. Okay. Do the math. I'm guessing what you're saying is you think rates go up, property gets cheaper. I would say history is not on your side, but I value your comment and your opinion. Tamika, yep, call in the armed forces to help or promote the recruitment and immediately hire all military vet. Oh, there you go. That actually, you know what? That's a very interesting idea. I didn't even think of that. I have to imagine there, because parents did. Both mom and dad. Um, there's probably a lot of retired military folks who did their 20, right? They're on pension. That means they're probably 45 to 50, right? They're my age. Um they could come in and stop gap. You could come in and, you know, 90 day contract will pay a huge bonus or something. It is fixable, but we've got to get the people right at this point. The fact that ships are backing up every week tells you, you have a, a throughput problem. It's, it's not good. A profitable mess for me. That's, that's your thinking to me. It's been really good for me too. The prices are going to adjust. I remember the dot com bust. Yeah, so do me. So do I. I lost thirty percent of my portfolio in that. I paid all cash for those stocks. Still lost my shirt. Mike, uh, I lost. Let's see, two hundred to one to two hundred. I lost eighty percent of my money. So I remember it well. Uh, well, stocks aren't housing because you can get rental income and all of that. But Mike, you are you are your opinion is as good as my opinion. If you want to sit on cash, great. No problem. Enjoy. I'm learning a trade at 39. Cool. Everybody wants a white-collar job, and there's a huge shortage. Becoming a home inspector, and I can waive inspections too. Cool. Good job. May you explain the freedom number again? Is this a specific formula for how many rentals one needs to get there? Yeah, so your freedom number. Uh, I talk about this in your get the money right course, that $99 course. So basically what I want you to do is really what I want you to do. The lumberjack and I have talked about this is I want, I want you to track your expenses for a month, everything, food, entertainment, bills, you know, all those things. And what will come out of that is a number and it's not 5,000 or 2,000 or 10,000. It's, $5,863. It's it's $8,103. It's some specific number. Then you look at that number and you audit for needs and wants. Wants, you can reduce. But figure out your needs. Like, hey, we need to do this. We need to do that. And again, everybody decides what a need is. If your need is a gym membership, which I totally get, awesome. Keep it. If it's a want because you don't go that often, then take it out. But at some point, you're going to get to a bottom line number to maintain your lifestyle. That is your freedom number, whatever it is, 5413 Now, all you have to do is you have to create passive income of more than $5,413. That is your freedom number. Hopefully, that makes sense. What's your take on Victorian house, which is popular and historically protected by, protected by county, buying 50K less than listing all renovated? Uh, so when I've looked at a couple of those. Again, I don't know your market. Um, one, it only matters about price point doesn't matter to me. It's all about yield. I don't care if you got it for 500K less than asking. Uh, if it doesn't cash flow, breaks my model. Two, uh, it needs to be a good or great deal. Just because it's cute and pretty and offers all this charm means nothing to me. It has to be a great deal. Three, read the rules. Uh, there's a historic street in my market of Fresno called Huntington Boulevard. Beautiful mansions. But there are so many rules. I Basically, it feels like I don't own the property someone else does. If I want to change the paint color, I have to go get permission. If I want to replace a window, I have to get permission. It was not worth the headache for me. So go read the rules. But if it's a great deal and you can live with the rules, because believe me, if it's protected by the county, you are going to have rules and they're going to be ugly and it's going to feel like it's not your home. It's owned by some other organization. So that's been my experience. Maybe yours would be different, but that's my thought. Uh, would you buy an electric car? If so, which one? Um, no. Not yet, anyway. Olivia wants the, what does she want? She wants the cyber truck. My wife wants the big old silver cyber truck. She actually put a deposit down. Not for me. I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can tell you this. I raced a Tesla one time and got my ass kicked. That was embarrassing. Until I got to about 100 miles an hour, freaking Tesla was blowing me away. Yeah, I haven't actually thought about it. I'm not really a car guy. I got my dream car five years ago, six years ago. I've never thought about getting a new car. I love my car. I got almost 100,000 miles on my car. No, 90,000. 90,000 miles on my dream car. So I haven't thought about it but probably a Tesla, I would have to guess. I'm not gonna get an ugly electric car. Some of the electric cars are ugly. Rana, uh, Raina, uh, stocks go up and down like houses, but you can rent them too via options weekly, done perfectly, can generate three to 10%. Very cool, awesome, congratulations. Uh, Nathan Riva Van, 150k mileage warranty best for the buck cool there you go awesome were you able to get your hands on Ivy Zellman's presentation no I did not get a hands-on presentation but I got hands on the um, audio I, I did listen to the audio but I did not get the presentation I did get the audio though the recording that was it was interesting I've listened to Ivy Zellman now 15 hours maybe 16 hours. While I work out and do other things. Ivy is. um, She's wicked smart. Uh, And she's. She's also. She's not. In my opinion. Ivy is being misquoted a lot. Ivy's material. Ivy's talk track. Ivy is trying to help Wall Street. Save their ass. She has repeatedly told Wall Street, big money, stop being lazy, stop being stupid, stop chasing the herd. However, when Ivy does that, the lame news media is taking quotes and, she's transition- and they're giving her credit but trying to talk about all real estate markets. It's not the same. Ivy Zellman's latest report talked about all the Wall Street build for rent going to Phoenix. She had some very negative things to say about Phoenix buy for build for rent. It was taken out of context and quoted as the entire market. Second, Ivy Zellman has repeatedly said when asked, what would she do with her money? She has said repeatedly, I would buy an older home that uh needed some work and cash flow. One rental at a time. Her material is for the big boys. She's basically telling the big boys to stop being lazy and stupid. She's not talking to you and me. My opinion. Uh, Eli, how does a refi work for a real estate investor? My CPA told me cash out interest isn't deductible unless applied to a property borrowed against to do improvements like new kitchen, bath, etc. Yes, there are rules like that. Um So if you're going to take, you know, you're going to do a cash out refi on a house, uh, my my accountant tells me I have to use that for um, other capital improvements or potentially buying more properties. Uh, That's what my accountant says. You can't take a cash out refi and go buy a a jet ski or a vacation or things of that nature. That is what my accountant has told me for for the years. But again, I don't file my own taxes. I have an accountant who is also an attorney. So I let him do that. But that's what he has told me. Yeah. So if you just, yeah. So you got to make sure it is continually growing the business via capital improvements or more real estate. I would be careful right now. I have real estate too. And I'm just looking at finding ways to save money. Okay. So you're building cash. My stock portfolio is heavy in tech, banks, and health. Okay. What are your sleep hours? Diet? Do you work out? Oh, wow. Yes, uh, I would say I sleep. I sleep six to seven hours a night. Easy. I'm in bed early. I'm I'm usually asleep by ten thirty. Uh, I'm up before six most days. Diet uh, intermittent fasting so I don't eat till noon and I'm done by eight, but I eat what I want. I've cut out sweets. I don't, I try to cut out sweets. Um, yes, I work out. I'd say I work out six days a week, four of those days really hard. Like there's a workout I did just, just, uh, two days ago, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, uh, of burpees in calorie row. The first time I did it, it took me 27 minutes. The second time I did it, it took me 22, 40. I like workouts that leave me gassed. They don't have to be heavy, like a burpee in calorie row. It's 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 a mental test, not a physical test. So yeah, I do. Um, yes, I definitely, and I'm I'm as heavy as I've ever been. So I I clearly got to do something else. Mike, I'm adding consumer products to get benefit of inflation, including Walmart. Okay. All right, everyday landlord. Hey, how you doing? How, how you doing? 60 watching. Smash the like button. Oh yeah, thank you for that. Uh, Chester, Mike, Higgins, defensive rotation, inflation hedge. But first, ORAT. Yes. Joining late. Not sure if anyone asked. What is your overall housing price trend expectation overall next year, uh, Kenny? Nobody has asked that. I think it's going up. Um, you know, I don't think it's Goldman Sachs up sixteen percent. I think that would be uh, a stretch. But um, again, nationally speaking, I think we see double digits. I'll call it ten percent. I think. I think housing. Again, single family homes, national average is up 10% next year. Eight to 10%. And it's all because of inflation, wage inflation. Yes, we will have higher rates, but it will rates will not rise fast enough. Kenny, if raises, if raises, if rates rise fast, so what does fast mean? If they go up one full percentage point in a month. That is fast. So if they go three to four, three and a half to four and a half, heaven forbid, four to five, housing is slow down. But again, transactions will slow. That doesn't mean prices. Look at the 1970s. Certainly 81, 82, real estate transactions were cut in half. Prices were still okay. A lot of the newer YouTubers out there, that drives them crazy. They want rates to go up and housing to crash. Not going to happen. Not going to happen, in my opinion. I knew your view on single family and large multifamily outlook. Where are you on two to four for outlook on rent and values nationally? Um, You definitely got it with with duplexes through quads. You really got to know your market. Uh, I think the lumberjack is right. Those are, If you're in a market where there's enough of those and you can find good deals, I think they're great. Th- again, 30-year money. If if I could only buy one thing, real career, young money, I would buy four plexes all day if I only could buy one thing. 30-year money, fixed for 30 years, more units. But there's just not a lot of them in my market, not enough of them. But yeah, I think, um, and again, cheat code to wealth, buy a fourplex. If you're young, you don't own a home yet, Go buy a fourplex. Get uncomfortable. If owning a, if living in a fourplex is good enough for Anna, REI mom, Kelly, with two kids, it's good enough for you. That's all I gotta say. My renters are all a, a year. I think I saw that. Riley, the Riley, A-O, whatever, Riley Oac. Mine are all one-year leases. Everyday landlord. Hey, Michael, received my autograph books this week. Thank you for the personal note. You're very welcome. And all the great content. Very welcome. Thank you. Copy that. Know thyself first. You're very welcome. Would you keep a jet tub in your rental? Um, I would keep it until I had a maintenance call. It's kind of like garbage disposals. I will never put a garbage disposal in one of my units again. That was the stupidest thing I ever did cost me thousands of dollars to put it in and thousands of dollars to take it out. But if it was already there, I would assuming it works, I would leave it until it broke and then I'd replace it. Yeah, 10 to 12%, I like that. I could live with that guess. Okay, sounds good. Stock guys, not my thing. Don't don't do it. Sales will decline, but prices will not during an inflationary period. That's what the numbers say. However, doesn't it reduce our ability to dispose of 1031 and move up to a property ladder? Well, it depends on what you're buying. The easiest thing to sell is a single-family home. What am I buying? Single-family homes. I could, I could kick out the tenant, sell owner, occupant. I could do all those things. Read my first book. I went from 8 to 80. I, I have no problem believing I can do that again. I can sell a house and I can 1031 into someone's apartment building that blew up. I think apartment buildings are going to blow up. Interest rates, cap rates, soft rents. So no, I'm not concerned about 1031s. That's why, that's why my asset of choice today is houses. Because they're the easiest things to sell. Hi, Mike. I own a property outright. I'm thinking about doing a cash out. I want to either purchase another property or build a duplex on the same property. Cool. I've done that recently. Uh, I talk about it on my channel. Um, I just did a cash out refi on an office building. So um, yeah, I did something very similar. Kenny, you're very welcome. Chester, house hack a fourplex equals millionaire in about 10 years or less. Yes. No question. Under contract for a duplex, it requires a lot of work and cash out of pocket. The yield's 2 to 3% more than corresponding one unit. Is there. Again, I don't know about your market, but a great deal is a great deal. Uh, and then you could probably go back and refi out and get your cash back, which probably really helps your return. But yeah, that's why I do the math. That's why in my spreadsheet, Know Thyself First, I have make-ready costs. Because sometimes a fixer is a better deal than turnkey. I do the math all the time. I would do it. If it's a 3% higher, I would. But that's that's why the math is I am very black and white. I buy whatever the higher yield is. Would you put a swimming pool in a rental now with the plan to move there in two to three years? I would never put a swimming pool. I have removed. i bought apartment buildings with swimming pools. I remove them. I never want to get a phone call that says my pet or my child or my blah, 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 drowned. You have insurance, you have all those things, but I those pools were gone the first two weeks. Not my thing. No, I wouldn't. But that's a personal hang-up, I'm sure got my hat. Now I just need the deal. Ah, that's funny. Good luck. I'm going to wear it anyways. Yes. Awesome. I think the biggest risk to real estate investors would be some kind of black swan event in that caused rents to fall dramatically. Do you see any world where that happens? I mean, anything is possible. That's why they call them black swans, but I have no idea what would cause rents to fall. I've been doing this 20 years and the only time rents were soft is when everybody could buy a home. So I guess that's your answer. Let's just say uh, the government said, home ownership's our number one incentive. We want to be like China and have 94% of our population own a home. We will give loans away for free, no credit criteria, zero down, half off, fire sale. That would probably make rents crash. In fact, I know that would make rents crash. But that would make houses explode higher. Yeah. Would you recommend doing improvements and or capital expenses now versus 2 years from now given rising prices? Uh I don't I don't make my decision on inflation, you know, if a roof costs 8 grand now and it costs 9 grand later. I don't really think about that. If it needs to be done, it needs to be done. Uh, Some of you are still working and you want to hide or or use depreciation or capital expenses. That's really a you and your tax guy, but I don't worry about inflation that way because rents will be higher in two years. It'll feel the same. Yeah. Uh, Has make ready costs stabilized now given the lumber is back to normal? Yeah, for the most part. Although windows... Windows are a big problem. (coughs) Um, I was going to do windows on one of my apartment buildings. I think I needed 38 windows. They said I couldn't get them till April. I'm like, well, guess I'm not doing windows. Yeah, windows are a problem. So it's timing, not necessarily price. When are you starting your live seminars? I'd like San Diego or LA area. Probably next year. Probably next year. It appears Congress has stripped out most of the pre provisions that would damage real estate investors in the latest bill. Will there be any discussion of this with your experts this week? Uh, maybe. Um probably on Wednesday with Anna. She follows that stuff pretty closely. So probably with Anna. Best source for accurate rents in our area using Zillow Craigslist and Rentimeter. <coughs> Man, dude, Riley. Ooh, rents are off the charts. I think uh I think the best thing to do today is call a property manager. Zillow is off, Craigslist is off, rent rentometer's never been more off. <clears throat> I mean, listen to Dion and Matt and I talk. Rents are up 20%. Nobody's nobody's catching that. So today you've got to be right in front of the data, data. Yeah. I think I got everybody. They're all behind. Yeah, they're all behind. Yeah, you got to call property managers, look for existing uh, other other advertisements, stuff like that. They're all behind. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to call it. I'm going to go get some coffee and get ready for my 9 a.m. with my students. Thank you very much for being a part of this. I want you all to have a wonderful weekend. Uh, if you're going to celebrate Halloween, have a good time. Uh, if not uh, oh we got one more question. Do you have your own handyman or do you go with your property manager in the house handyman? Uh, so it depends if it's um, I don't I don't worry about small projects I let them disperse but I do if I'm gonna do a flip or a big job yeah I have a team I have one team actually I have two teams but I have one team that's my go-to guys yeah for sure and it's more about quality than price. All right, everybody, take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Bye.